This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team will be wearing their COVID masks to ensure we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our Deep Dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. Times are moving fast. There's people out there that are positioning themselves for what's to come. So I've been a little busy. Uh, I do want to apologize for not putting something out lately. Uh, I am okay. Uh, the people... Uh, around me are okay and we're pretty happy everything's going in the right direction that's a good thing but let me uh tell you about what's going on because i think i'm gonna have to do these interviews or these episodes fairly quick you know who i am you know i need your help they're coming it's just a matter of time before they come knock on people's doors right now this is a message from a person. He's a financial elite insider with some good information. So let's take a listen to this. I will be reading some of the things in between. And uh, this gentleman is being translated. So I can take it for face value. Nice little intro. Says evil has to be exposed. Only then it can be stopped. You have a very strong background in the financial sector, asset management, deposit trading. As far as I understood, can you tell us something about your experiences? For how long did you work there? Well, my experiences are more complicated than what you mentioned just now. Actually, I have been an entrepreneur my entire life, independence being the key component to me. I have once tried being an employee, but that didn't work out. Being an entrepreneur, I have seen many sectors, amongst which I have experienced the financial world. All my other companies as an entrepreneur, like my own fashion line for ladies, car dealership and also import-export had me involved to such an extent with building up my own fortune. It inherently guided me into the world of finance. Working in import-export, you encounter different currencies and you have to go to the exchange to trade through brokers. And one of the brokers said at some point, Ronald, I've been looking at your life for a long time and you are always busy. You earn money, we know, 
but what is your goal? And I replied, the only goal I have as an entrepreneur is to earn as much money as I possibly can. Because, the more money I have, the quicker I can retire, be free and of course have status. Basically everything you want in this society or at least, that's what I thought back then. So the broker said, in that case, stop what you are doing now, stop with all those companies and just start dealing money, go into the financial world. And that is the beginning of that situation that is connected to your original question. The broker had a place in the exchange market and he dealt in currencies, deposits, so trading in assets to make money out of differences in interest rates and that involved the aforementioned asset management. Those three aspects together formed the interested package I said yes to. He said, all right, you can take my place here, I'll drain you, introduce you into the network. But in exchange I want 10% of your annual earnings. So he basically sold me his spot in the financial world and asked a 10% commission which I paid him. I said, yes, fine with me. Then he replied, there is one thing you need to know. If you can't put your conscience in the proverbial freezer, and I don't mean on minus 18 degrees, but on minus 100 degrees, then don't get involved in this. That was the message, you want a lot of money, you can obtain that, I can help you, but it comes at a great cost, because you cannot do this with a clear conscience. So there's a little text here. The only way to enter the top levels of the financial world is by putting your consciences in the freezer, which is what he was told to do. So putting your conscience in the freezer was fitting in as a starting point? I was partially already used to doing that out of self-preservation. So to put my conscience in the freezer was not an impossible task to me, which meant that slowly I build up a customer base. And as I improved my skills within the network, I got deeper into the financial world. And then it turns out the world is really small and you keep noticing that. Even when I was still working in import-export dealing in grain and such, you notice it is just a small circle. And if we talk about the hardcore circle in the financial world, I don't mean Miss Jean at the bank but the big global flows of money which you use for trading. And many banks, who do the currency exchange, get certain assignments from clients, which they can't get away with easily. Then the need arises for people like me to with the straw men where big money flows are involved. We used certain financial constructions, international legislation, to move money in such a way making everything okay. As straw men, you got invited to a bank, for example, in Germany's, with basements full of trucks filled with money. And then you think, sure, 
trucks, transports, a busy company. Come with me, then they show you they are all filled to maximum capacity with dollars. And they tell you we need to get rid of all this cash. So change them pounds, German marks, this, that, in such way and it needs to go there and there. Everything you want to know about the world, you can know by following the money. That is the bottom line. Everyone can say blah, 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 but make sure you follow the money, then you'll find the truth. The next text that just came up is, if you want to know what's going on in our world, then just follow the money. Everybody thinks there are opposites like good and bad guys in the world. But on the higher levels, it is just a game and they are all working together. However, they do have to stick to the rules and regulations they themselves have created to keep the rest of society suppressed and make sure that it will not be too crowded at the top. So you have to play by your own rules. So what is going on there is to make sure that nobody can trace you apart from the elite themselves. Nobody in lower ranks can find out what really happened. Compartmentalized, that's how we call it. Yes. Everyone knows only his own little piece. Only the elite knows what is happening. The next text, the financial elite make sure nobody knows what is really going on. Yes, but because we were doing the dirty work, we had to know a lot, because we couldn't afford to make any mistakes. How high in the pyramid did you get? Were you close to the top of the pyramid? Well, we were communicating with them. My ego would have loved it when I got to this position of belonging to the top itself. Nowadays we still talk about 8,000 to 8,500 people in the world who run the entire world. It would have been amazing to get into such a position back then. All right, but if we say the top knows 100%, can you estimate how much you knew and understood of what happened? In my work, I had to know 100% of what was going on. There was no other way, because of the interests of the people involved were huge, especially for the top. If I wouldn't know all the details, I would end up making mistakes, which would cause a spin-off, because those mistakes would be detected. Then the people that don't know anything about it would interfere. We are talking about having nerves of steel to function at this level. So did you have nerves of steel? Yes, it worked just fine. The freezer worked very well for you? Yes, I played at the highest level for about five years. And then it was totally over, out and done with. That was a very intense moment for me. That happened suddenly? Well, no, the thing is... I gave a small example of what was involved. So, in this case, currency exchange, dollar to something else, deposited in a safe manner, and managing assets well, so it could grow to rate of return, leading to reinvestments with the money. 
the level I played it in those five years. And that didn't happen overnight, you need to earn your place. I am skilled at connecting the dots, information in order to achieve a full picture of all the things involved. That need to be taken into account within the playing field. Which is a very detailed process. You stand out when you are gifted in this. This is the reason I was trusted with the full 100% of the information where it concerned my jobs. So, I didn't know about everything they knew, but everything that I needed to know regarding the case I was working with colleagues. I was often put in the leading role, because I kept a good overview of the situation. You're good at making quick switches. Yes, and I was good at innovative thinking to solve the problem. I had fun creating solutions in such a way to always stay ahead and outsmart them. Staying within the rules of the game but playing around with them to make everything match up. I love that game. However, on the other hand you had a great amount of responsibility and you learned more and more about the real world since through the financial world you learn all of the actual truth. So you say all. In what regard? Well your clients give you glimpses of how the world really works. In hindsight, I still didn't know everything. But I did know a lot, because my clients were banks who didn't want blood on their hands, but within those banks there always is a number of people who know damn well what is going on. So, like 1% within a bank knows the truth of the matter regarding the happenings within the world. The next text, even within the banks, only 1% knows what is truly going on in the world. Which is not surprising, considering they are involved in the flows of money. Those are your clients. You also have governments to deal with, multinationals. You have to deal with secret services and what they now call terrorist organizations. You get all of the groups that are involved with the big money as clients. Then you start seeing the connections. So, they might be compartmentalized as you just mentioned, regarding knowledge. But because I am in the middle I see how they relate to another. You see the money coming from this place then going to that place, etc. You keep gaining information and thereby an overview of what is really going on. In the next text, all the so-called opposing parties, in fact, closely work together once you see how the money flows between them. So do you have to serve and keep all of those groups happy, including terrorist organizations? You were trying to keep everybody happy? Yes. My God. That was my job. Keeping all the balls in the air. Yes, indeed. So one of the things that I found out, I did not know that before, but now am I do, is about secret services. You think they are there to serve and protect a people, country, etc., but they actually turn out to be the criminal organizations, to be more precise. The system is heavily so. Just so you know, he just said the system is heavily so. But they actually turn out to be the criminal organizations, to be more precise. The system is heavily so. We are talking about financing wars, creating wars, so basically creating a lot of misery in this world. The next text, wars are created by secret services while they appear to the people as if they are here to protect them. So secret service 
departments of governments are creating wars. So, lots of conflict. And then I think to myself, if only people knew what the world is really like, secret services will stop at nothing. Nothing. But they also have their flows of money, because if they are trading in drugs or weapons or, for that matter, people, all that money has to go somewhere. Everything has to be financed. You say it, but you could confirm they are doing this? All of them. All of them. He said yes. They cut him off. Here's the next text. Secret services are criminal organizations who trade drugs, weapons, people, etc. CIA, FBI, British Intelligence, which is basically MI6, Mossad, all of them. So the entire world as we think we know it is just an illusion we believe in. Which is something you find out in this line of work and where it all went wrong for me, to put it that way. Right. You mean, finally that is. In hindsight, yes it was for the best, but my freezer started to malfunction. There were things happening. For example, I went to a different trade market and one of my colleagues there said, Ronald, you remember that case with the Italian lira? I sometimes mention that during talks as well. Do you remember those deals in which we did massive dumping of the lira, which reduced the value of the currency? Ronald and his colleagues reduced the value of currencies for of entire nations. which caused a company in Italy to be hit in such a way. They went bankrupt. And then you hear at the exchange, you remember that successful deal with the lira? Yes. And then they say, did you know that the owner committed suicide and left a family behind? Things like that. And back then we laughed at it. Altogether, all of us. We looked down on people, mocked them. It was just a product, waste. Everything was worthless trash. Nature, the planet, everything could burn and break. People, nature, the whole earth are considered worthless trash by the financial elite. Just useless parasites. Just as long as we met our goals, as long as we were growing, many of my colleagues ended up drinking or using drugs. Not me. Maybe I should have. Or not. No, in hindsight, it was for the best and I'm happy to still be alive. However, all those horrible things started to eat at me. Can you give an example? Because I can sense a lot of terrible things happen to you. Yes, it is difficult for me to talk about. I can feel that, but only whatever you wish to share is all right. Yes, I only talk about things I want to tell, but it does evoke lots of emotions and with my conscience not being in the freezer, it touches me deeply. Yes, I feel the same way. All right. Can you tell me the worst thing that has happened that caused the tipping point in your situation? Well, that was the beginning of the end. You get so deep into these circles. And you sign a lifetime contract, not with blood or anything, to never disclose names of companies, organizations or people. 
I think that is why I am still alive. You have to stick to it. All who work in the top financial world sign a lifetime contract and never reveal any names. Otherwise, they are killed. If we are talking about the worst things that I have experienced, I just told you about things that made the freezer glitch. My conscience started to show itself. Let's put it this way. I was training to become a psychopath and I failed. I did not complete the training and didn't become a psychopath. People at the highest levels are trained to become psychopaths. My conscience came back and the most difficult part for me was, because I had such a great status there, I was a success. I was trusted with the people playing at this level. To put it carefully, most of these people followed a not very mainstream religion. So, you have Catholics, Protestants, all sorts of religions. These people, most of them, were Luciferians. And then you can say, religion is a fairy tale, God doesn't exist, none of that is real. Well, for these people, it is truth and reality. And they served something immaterial, what they called Lucifer. Most people at the top of the financial world worship an immaterial being called Lucifer. And I also was in contact with those circles, only I laughed at it because to me they were just clients. So, I went to places called churches of Satan. So now we are talking about Satanism. Yes. So, I visited these churches, just as a visitor, dropped by, and then they were doing their holy mass with naked woman and liquor and stuff. And it just amused me. I didn't believe in any of this stuff, and was far from convinced if any of this was real. It was just a spectacle to you. Yes. In my opinion, the darkness and evil is within the people themselves. I didn't make the connection yet. So I was a guest in those circles and it amused me greatly to see all those named women and the other things. It was the good life. But then at some point, I was invited, which is why I'm telling you all this, to participate in sacrifices. Abroad. That was the breaking point. Children. You were asked to do that? Yes. And I couldn't do that. In the highest levels of the financial world, children are being sacrificed, per this testimony. Would you like to stop for a moment, by the way? No. And then I started to slowly break down. I lived through quite a lot as a child myself, and this really touched me deeply. Everything changed. But that is the world I found myself in. And then I started to refuse assignments within my job. I could no longer do it, which made me a threat. 
I was no longer capable of functioning optimally. My performance started to shake and I had refused tasks. I had not participated. The purpose of the whole thing, eventually, in that world, is that they have everybody in their pocket. You need to be susceptible to blackmail. And blackmailing me proved to be very hard if I look back on it. They wanted to do that through those children. And that broke me. Is that you are not telling me something new, what they also do in politics? If you Google this, you'll find enough worldwide witness accounts to know this isn't a Walt Disney fairy tale. The sacrificing of children is also used to blackmail those who participated in it. Unfortunately, the truth is that worldwide they have been doing this for thousands of years. I once studied theology and even in the Bible you find references to these practices with Israelites. The reason the first ten tribes were banished to Babylonia was because of these rituals with children, including the sacrificing of children. So this is pertinent. All this made me believe, because I realized there was more to life than meets the eye. There is a whole invisible world. It is real. You really do talk about a dark force and a manifestation of light. There is an invisible world that is real. There is a dark force and there is the light. So, I resorted to studying theology to make sense of it all. And psychology as well, if I remember correctly? Yes, but that I did in my first life. Because through commercial psychology, mass psychology, I was able to manipulate situations for my own benefit. That is scary, because if you dig into that you find Tavistock Institute and Mind Control, MKUltra, Monarch and the like. Yes, that is correct, but that was all part of the job. The top financial world uses psychology to manipulate the people. Through training at the job, I got into that more deeply, because when you are making deals, you also need to manipulate the media. You have to manipulate lots of things because nothing can be seen as it is. Everything has to appear to be something different. Everything has to appear as something different. You see the people as a flock of sheep. You put a couple of border collies and drive them in a direction. And to be honest with you, I still see that happening around me. People are still, through the systems and methods that we ourselves use to use, being treated in that same way and it still works. People still don't understand how it really works and are still on the level of as long as I have my beer and whatever, completely self-absorbed, also a survival mechanism. I mean it is the program after all. But you still see how stupidly easy it is to put people in a certain direction. When you are the one pulling the strings, that is. People are seen as sheep that can be manipulated in any direction using mass psychology. Mass psychology? Yes, and later, much later, in all those studies and discoveries, I found a document which they are claiming is bullshit, of course, the Protocols of Zion. And nowadays I recommend everyone to read the whole of that incredibly boring document. Just work through it, read it, though. We are also talking about Zionism. Yes, of course. If you read the Protocols of Zion, 
and really study them and understand, then it is like reading the newspaper of the daily life. How from their position of ultimate power and ultimate it has literally become. The Protocols of Zion describe the strategy of the elite and how they control the world. Read it. But that is only because the people don't stand up for themselves. They don't realize what reality is. And we have all been programmed. If you dare to say you are against Zionism, then you are branded an anti-Semite. The negative, you can say evil, the Luciferians, the Satanists. Whatever you wish to call it, it is a real entity. I have found that what is written in the Bible, and not just the Bible, you can find it in so many books. There really has been a moment of separation from the manifestation of light, in which a group went their own way and are carrying an intense hatred, anger. The people who do not underestimate the severity of this are but few, because this is an all-annihilating force that hates our guts, it hates creation, it hates life, and it will do anything to destroy us completely. The reality of evil hates all of us and wants to destroy us. And the way to do that is to divide humanity. Divide and conquer is their truth. Humanity is a manifestation of light. That is the true creation. As long as you divide them based on political parties, skin color, you name it, then you, from a Luciferian point of view that is, suppress the full capacities of your enemy, their full power. They can't stand up for themselves, because if that would happen, the Luciferians would lose. Then this monster, the greedy monster, would disappear. Evil divides and suppresses the people. Once people stand up for themselves, the Luciferians will lose. That's what this fight is about. I tell people about this old American general who puts an entire room of people in the dark. The eyes adapt to the darkness, but you can't see a thing. The general doesn't say a word and suddenly he flicks on a lighter, one little light. And due to the prolonged darkness, you experience a manifestation of light from a single point and everyone can slightly see each other again. And then he says, that is the power of our light. Beautiful. Unite. Unite. Come together. And this entire shit story ceases to exist. That's how fast it could happen. We all need to unite. Then the Luciferians will lose. This is the message from one of the former elites. But that is easy for me to say now. But then I was in a period of my life in which I was crumbling down. Could you tell us something specific about that? How did that happen? Because you were invited. I started to refuse assignments. My conscience came back after the request involving the children and I started to refuse more and more. I had a conscience and I couldn't function anymore. But you did still show up at work after that? I didn't really have a choice. I had my own business with several offices and employees. 
Everything was still rolling. It must have been hard. Yes, it got very hard, all the tensions. So, on the one hand you are playing with money on a high level, in which you can't afford to make mistakes. Otherwise everything falls down at once. Your entire business is ruined, everybody involved, including yourself. Then you are really screwed. So that brings a lot of stress, factoring in the resurfacing of a conscience. I was warned off when I got into this. Don't do it if you can't put your conscience at minus 100 degrees in the freezer. And you probably realized it then? Yes, I heard myself laugh at it back then. But it wasn't a joke at all. I totally did not understand where I really got into. And your proverbial freezer was switched off? Broken. I couldn't do it anymore. So, I tried to work through it, keep up appearances. I didn't know how to get out of this. I was trapped as well. Everybody was trapped. This all led me to crash completely eventually. My body just simply stopped. The first thing I saw was my mother crying at the intensive care. You ended up at the IC? Yeah, I really shut down. You had literally crashed? Yes, yes. At that time I didn't believe in anything, not I can still recall how I saw. From that corner, I was looking down upon myself, I saw how they were working on me. You had a near-death experience. Well, you could call it that. I have seen I am not my body. I'm in my body. But I am not just my body. I have seen them working on me. And later on, I've been reluctant to talk about it for a long time. I really talked about it much later. But when I did, I had researched so many things already and started to believe. I was starting to better understand the spiritual and the material. At that point, this intense experience got its own place. The realization that I'm not my body. It's just a vessel. Ronald went out of his body and saw his own body on the hospital bed while medics were working on him. He realized I'm not my body. The soul inside is what's, what you are. So, I lived through all of that, but I also needed a long time to recover. Yes, of course. Yes, I was a train wreck. Complete wreck. I was completely burned out. I had crashed and the body needed a year to recover. Because I don't really want to get into it now, but in those circles, I got tortured physically during my exit time. This was in order to make sure I would never break the contract of secrecy. So, I was taken for a certain amount of time. I was treated. All those factors together just increased the stress I was experiencing. Literally running full speed towards my own end. Do you mean abductions? As well call it, or programming? No. They exposed me to certain types of torture. That makes sure you'll never damage anyone in that world. I didn't realize that back then, so this is all from hindsight. It did all happen that way. 
Ronald was physically tortured by the financial elite to ensure he would never reveal their true identity. So the end of my first life was so extreme that I couldn't handle it anymore. I couldn't handle it anymore, in no way. However, my mind power was so strong that it only happened with and to my own body. That was, well, I didn't know what to do anymore. There were no options left for me. So that is why sometimes I think, of course that is not true, but I wish, like so many colleagues, I had taken the drugs and alcohol route, at least my end would have been more gentle, because most of them are just dead by now. Even though I know there are more strawmen walking around, there are little still alive whom I knew back then. Most of them are already gone. Well I was dead too, but I'm still here. So, you still have something left to do? Yes. I suppose you could say that. So that was Ronald Bernard basically coming out to tell everybody that the system is real. It's being run by an elite people that do not care about you or me that keep trying to tell you that they're trying to depopulate us and that they're evil. So they're they're not part of you or my family, the human species. So that being said, go to my website, donate a buck. Give me a cup of coffee. It's getting harder. It's getting uh, more and more difficult. So I'm, I'm trying to do some shifting and maneuvering. Got some ideas. I'm trying to keep this uh, up and running as long as they can. And then maybe shift. Okay. So remember God, family, country. You believe in those things in that order. And you're of the human species. You're part of my family. This is Big T for Truth for the Deep Dive for Truth team. Thanks for listening. Peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you, but the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities will propose. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope 
life and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.